Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. First, I'm in trouble. Emma, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing, Emma? Hi. Hi, Niall. And yes, you are in trouble. Okay. Why, okay. Am, I, why am I in trouble now, Emma? I'm used okay. to being in trouble, Emma, so it's not, it's not a big well, deal. Well, I'll go easy on you then, okay? Oh, okay, okay. So, today, again... I had to listen to you um, refer to those on benefits. And I just think that you need to understand a, a few points. Okay. Every, you, you will bring that subject around somehow, no matter what the topic is about. But I, but I, do, I, am a, I do take a lot of time to explain that I'm not mm. against people on benefits. I'm against those who abuse it. But go on, anyway. Yeah, no, it's just when you say... You see, even those that are, that you feel are riding the system, can you please tell me, even those that, say even the young mums that have young children, that are in circumstances, tell me how you think that they have a good life or that they have excess money to go on a holiday. So how they're doing it, I don't know, but it's not from what the state is giving them. Okay, but let's 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 deal with. Let's break you're, it down. You're, you're, I, I know you have a personal situation. You don't want to go into too deeply no. your own personal situation, right? But no. you were in a relationship, and you do have a child. Is it just a child, or is it children? Child. Okay, so you have a child, right. and she's probably in her late teens, mm-hmm. and your relationship broke down. How many years ago, roughly? Oh, um, we're talking about ten, fifteen years ago. Okay, so and it wasn't a good split. I know that feeling. So right, as so. a result of that, uh, the money that I would have got from my separation agreement, I was one of the proud ones. I was too proud to go and ask for help. So I used all my money up on rental accommodation because as soon as I heard the mention of I would need to put my, my name down on a county council list, I just, that was just, no, that was never going to happen to me. And I am ashamed to say that I just was deeply uncomfortable to have to go there. Were you a snob? No, 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 no. Because no, no, no. I know I'm not behind the door about admitting sometimes I'm a no. snob. There's no, no harm in having standards. Snob. It's just, I suppose, it wouldn't be what I Snob is to. not, see, people say snob is a dirty word, and it's not. Because no. snob sometimes just mean you might have standards. And you felt, yeah. at the time, maybe you felt you had okay, standards. Okay, so I had standards. Yeah. So I found myself in a position where I did then, because I had run out of all my money, um, find myself in a position that I would have needed assistance. So, you know, you're talking about 200-odd euro a week. And if you do the math, you know, there is nobody going on a holiday from what the state gives them. And you seem to have this... But you're, you're right, Emma. Nobody is going on a holiday for 200 quid a week. But not you. I'm not making this personal against you, right? And, I, you know, and your circumstances may sound and do sound somewhat different, right? But in saying that, there are people out there who live a reasonably comfortable lifestyle being on benefits. And they're not just on 200 a week. They're also getting a HAP scheme. Depending on how many children you have, yeah. Niall, that's what it breaks down to. Well, but so, if, they're, if they're on a HAP scheme, for example, and they're living in Dublin, they can get up to 1,700 or 1,600 euro. That's 1,600 you don't have to earn. You have that all wrong, Niall. There is nobody getting 1,600 on a HAP scheme today in mm. Ireland. Okay. It's not happening. You're, you're paying a percentage of what it is that you can afford, which is deducted, by the way, from your benefits. Mm. So there is nobody getting that on the HAP scheme. That's all gone now. And what about... The rent, the, the rent allowance is gone, so you're on a HAP scheme. Is there, so anybody, are, is there anybody still on rent allowance, or is that completely not gone? That I'm, not that I'm aware of, no. Right, okay. uh, they've completely done away with that. Now, 
what they're charging you then is a percentage of what you're getting from your 200 odd, depending on how many children you have. So by the time you break that down and, you know, you have nothing to survive on, you certainly do not have enough to be able to go on a How holiday. are others doing it, Emma, and you can't? And I'm, I'm not having a go, by the way, Emma. Please don't. Well, well, I'm going to ask you a question. Could you possibly think about how you could survive raising a child on 200-odd euro well, one of, the, one of the girls in the office was talking about this the other day and she was giving out about the girl of the road and I won't say which one it was but she was giving out the girl of the road she said that she's on a HAP scheme she's on and uh, back to education so means that the kids she gets this thing where her two children are minded in the morning even though she's not working right uh, are minded in the morning so she can go back to education and she's also doing gel nails for her house as well she said she's in Tenerife every time I look at her she's talking about going away again on holidays she's driving a 2016 Audi and she said she's on welfare and I said, how is that possible? And she said, because she's playing the system. And I understand there are anecdotal stories of people playing the system who know the system inside out. She's getting her kid's mind basically looked after for free. Okay. Yeah, because she's playing the system. She did a back to education scheme, which she's not actually doing. She said she doesn't turn up for it. But they still, the, the social welfare still organized it for her, where they come and they said, not only does she get her kid's mind, they actually pick them up in the morning. Well, I'd be very interested to mm. know what, the percentage of people that are doing gel nails as opposed to, mm-hmm. you know, the rest of us that are struggling. And not just, it's everybody. It's, it's, no, I'm, at, I'm, all, I'm always so, at pains to say, and I'm, you know, I'm quite conscious yeah, of that, that there are people. I am, I'm, I'm, I am a snob, Emma. I am a snob. I am a snob. And that's okay. Yeah. But you seem to be very condescending towards those that are on benefits. Like, you know... You, Ireland has a constitutional right to support those that need assistance. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we're going to be on the side of the road. Take us back to the famine, where people will be dying of hunger. And we, are, we have got so, an obligation, apart from constitutionally. Right, okay. I believe we have a moral obligation of to course, believe those, to course. help those who are in need. But right? you tend to forget that. And no, 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 I know. I, I, no, I, what you I do, want, though, Niall. Yeah, but what I'm, my problem with it is, Emma, is we're turning into a welfare society. We're turning into a society where people have this level of entitlement that has gone so high that it's just unaffordable anymore. I think you guys are completely, completely outdated by exactly what's going on today in Ireland. All those benefits that you're talking about is not there. So, you know, I, I would love maybe for you, maybe to invite, maybe there's one, some social welfare officer to come on and to they talk about it. They won't. Exactly. We've tried it before. They won't. Okay. They don't actually well, I'm, look, at, I, I'm sure I'm not going to be the only person that's listening here tonight that can vouch for what I'm saying. You seem to have this idea. Well, what are you entitled to, of, Emma? What I, 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 I'm, I, I would prefer not to discuss okay, that. Okay, but, but okay. But, but as, what I'm but saying as is a single parent with a young teenage child, right? I'm assuming you're entitled to assistance when it comes to housing. I'm assuming you're entitled to maybe get a fuel allowance for so many um, months a of the year. There's a percentage taken out of yeah. that, of my benefits. Okay, yeah. And I assume so... that, I know there are people who do get uh, other bills, or they get a grant for this and a grant for double money at Christmas and a grant for that. And I know it was worked out there, now not with one child, but with three children of 37, the value of 37,000, that's what was in the paper there recently, the value of 37,000 euro per year with three children. So, I mean, there's very few people out there can say, there's the single mothers out there who are working and not earning 37,000 euro a year. And they don't get benefits. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm just going to speak for myself and you just seem to 
I don't know the numbers that you take and you pull from the air. I would like to know. And these benefits of, of a mother that, that has three kids. So let's just say she's putting the bread into their mouth for that. Because, you know, somebody has to feed them. So whatever they're doing with the gel nails, that is a completely different issue. And that's something that I suppose that's just they would story, have yeah. to clamp down on. But, you know, if, if you're telling me, Niall, and I'm going to ask you a personal question. Ask me anything Could you want. You, okay, would you be able to survive on 200-odd euro no. with one child? No. To run a car because your child is, needs to be taken to school, would you be able to maintain... No. A household. No. Can you afford oil? Can you afford your electricity bill? No. You know, so all that is there. So please bear that in mind the but, next but, time but, yeah, that you but, are but, putting but, up. But Emma, okay? you've asked me a question and I answered the question yeah. fairly and I said absolutely okay. not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to afford to live on 100 or 200 euro. It's 195 or whatever it is, 200 euro a year, a month or a week, so I say. But in saying that, there are very few people with children who are living on 200 a week. They're getting other benefits. It may not be fiscal. It may not what be money. What other benefits are you talking about? Well, well, they're, well, they're getting housing, or they're getting HAP schemes. They're getting or houses they're, that they're having to pay rent. They don't get it for yeah, but, nothing. But, but hang on a second. They're, they're, they're paying. But hang on. Advantage of what it is that they're small percent. They're getting a subsidised rent. It's a subsidised oh rent. Okay. Emma, but, but Emma, I'm, I see you're, you're taking this extremely personally, and I'm not making it personal. You sound like a lovely person. I'm not making it personal against you. All I'm saying is the suggestion that they're getting only two hundred. If you're a single mom and you've got one or two or three kids, you're not only getting two hundred euro a week. What you're getting other benefits that other people have to, to pay for. If what I'm if I'm a working to? woman, if I'm a working woman and I have one child, right, and I'm working and I'm not claiming benefits, right. I have to earn that money to pay the full private rental accommodation value. I have to earn that money. Niall, if you're going to come on your state on your on your radio program and talk about the getting benefits, please I'm I'm personally asking you tonight, what other benefits are they getting a week? I've just told you, it depends on the person's circumstances. Every person's different. Right. Depends on they got one, two, three children. Are they getting maintenance from the father? You know, people they're trying to get the you know people out to work, so they are trying to educate them, and they're trying then to provide somewhere to put their children while they're going out to do their courses. But that is just to be able to put Ireland back up on its feet to get people educated so they can go and work. You it's know, a, no, it's a difficult situation. And by the way, I hold the men in these relationships as well responsible mm-hmm. because those men who fathers children in this world, yeah. and again, I'm not making it personal to you, but other men out there, who, for example, who have abandoned a woman with two children or three children, they have a responsibility. I have a responsibility to my children. I'm, go- I'm getting separated when I'm going through a divorce, right? Mm-hmm. But I have a responsibility to my children. And, for example, I was paying my son's college fees up until recently there. I am, and I buy, at the moment, I'm still living at home, so I'm, I'm paying the bills and buying all the groceries, etc. Yeah. I have a responsibility to them. I could have walked away, like every other, there's other clowns mm-hmm. out there who just walk away and make their wives chase them for money. I could have walked away, but it I didn't. It depends on where your moral compass is, and well, thank God that yours is in the right direction. But what I'm saying but is, what about all these other is. men? And, again, not making it personal to you, for example, the father of your daughter. I mean, surely he should be paying something too towards to help you out in some way. It's like it doesn't matter that he's not on the scene anymore. That's your relationship with him is irrelevant. His relationship with his daughter and his responsibility to his daughter or his son or whatever it happens to be is absolutely it, it's he, he has to do it. He has a responsibility, a financial responsibility, just like you do and just like the state has. Mm. We all have responsibilities. And I just find that sometimes when we talk about 10,000 people, for example, in temporary accommodation, 
and the state have said this themselves. Uh, the, the people in the Department of Housing have said it. Uh, Owen Keegan, the head of Dublin City Council, has said it. People are purposely making themselves homeless to get themselves up the list and get more benefits. They're purposely doing it because the system is attracting that I know, problem. But the system is closing and coming down on those people. So just be rest assured that, you know, what the state has given them a week. And these added things, I, I don't know where you're pulling them from the sky, and, and, but they're not there. Yeah, they are trying to get people back into um, employment. So, you know, but I, I personally have, you know, had to help out my family who are back in work and to go back to work. So I would, you know, be able to help babysit or whatever. Families, grandparents, everybody's been pulled back in to the system more than ever before. So, and what, what age group would you be? I don't want to know your age. What age group? 30 to 40, are you? 40 to 50, I don't know. A little bit older. Okay, all right, okay. I, <laughs> I mean, take that as a compliment. Okay, all right. But I do, please, Emma. And Emma, again, you know, I'm, I know you think this is personal, but it's not personal. I'm not having a personal attack on you, right? And people listening, I think when they hear me talking about it, yeah, I do get quite vocal about it. You I'm do. not personally attacking any individuals. I'm attacking people who don't take personal responsibility. And, you know, there's an argument there that if, say, your son or daughter is at a point where they can look after themselves when they come home from school, that maybe people should be going back to work again. You know, are getting back to work. You know what I mean? Mm. Because, you know, and then you wouldn't have to claim a benefit because there are jobs out there, particularly if you're living in a city. There is an absolutely no shortage of jobs if you're living in a city. No matter who you happen to be, there is no shortage of jobs. Now, you may end up on a low wage on 10 or 15 quid or between 10 and 15 an hour. But in saying that, that's still better than 200 a week. But people won't do it. And you know why? Because they lose the benefits. But you can work up to 20 hours, I believe, in a lot of cases, without losing any benefits. Okay. We'll agree to Well, Emma, you know I'm, I'm, no, you see, you think I'm kind of having a go with you. I'm no, not. but it's every day and you do. It's and not every day, Emma. Comes. Well, come on, it's most days. <laughs> no, the point is, it's in the news a lot, Emma, and it does come into conversations quite a lot. Mm-hmm. housing, social welfare is constantly in the news. And we do try to limit the amount of times we talk about it, but it does come into a lot of... Then, it's like religion comes into a lot of topics. While you're hearing all that, I want you to sit back and remember me. And rem- remember when I asked you the question, you know, 99% of those that need assistance, you know, from the government are genuine people. So the 1% that are doing nails or maybe building a house down the road or, you know, doing... Living with a boyfriend. Yeah, so, you know, just try and remember that there's the majority of us out there are trying to live. Well, do me a favour, just stay there for a second because I, I didn't want to be pulling figures out of the air and I just asked Stephen just to come on for a second. And I, Stephen. Hi, guys. Yeah, you, now, Emma wants to know where I got this figure. The figure of, I think it was 37,000, wasn't it, for a woman with two children or three children? What was it, the figure you worked at before? Yeah, it was three with two in school. You're right, Okay. Emma's saying that this, that they, these kind of figures are unfair on people like her who are trying very hard. And, you know, you try to live on 200 quid a week. You know, she's got one child um, and she's obviously in a, um, a situation where she's a single parent now. And she said it's, it's wrong to kind of be an attacking that kind of vulnerable group. I don't think you're attacking anyone. You're just coming out with what the figures actually are. It's people do, themselves to decide that the figures are too little or too much. Um, but am, no, I, am I being unfair? Is that am I generalising? Are we general? Are you generalising as well? I know you're a member of a political party at one stage, but are you generalising to them? No, I still am, but uh, no, not at all. And when your researcher called me, I just did some quick figures up. 
So um, as far as I'm aware, um, a lone parent with one child will get 203, then they get 34 for the qualified child dependent, 288 for back to school, 456 Christmas bonus, uh, half will be on 300 a week. What's Christmas bonus? Christmas bonus. Oh, cool. I thought you said Christmas bonus. I was going to say, it's something I'm Christmas bonus. Uh, Sorry, am I, am I let you respond to that? Hang on for a second. Yeah, so it, it averages 589 a week or 2500 a month. So, I mean, 589 a week is not a huge amount of money. Okay, Emma, Emma no, well, well, hang on, well, hang on a second. Emma, are you claiming those benefits? Oh, my God. No, I'm not. And I need... Well, probably, why not? Well, you know what? This has educated me tonight, but I don't agree with, with, with... When you're able to, you know, put out the figures and say, well, that's what it is now. I, I'm asking you to break it down weekly. Well, he, no, he just did. You know, he just put did. in a figure. No, you can't put in a figure that, the, that some people are getting, you know, for, for, to help... But no, what he's saying to you is, as a single parent with one child, that's what you'd be entitled to. That's what no, he's saying. No, I'm sorry, I, I didn't get your name. Stephen is his name. Stephen, Stephen, when you're adding up the money, the the money that the back to school allowance, are you putting that in that that's it every week or what? It's a one year well, thing. No, the back to school allowance uh, comes in a certain amount. It's 150 euros a year which works yeah. around 13 a month or 288. Yeah. And just divide the amount by 52. It's and can I just tell correct. you how much it is? And Niall, I don't have to tell you, you've got children in secondary school. Well, I, know, I know, I know, I know. And I do. So can you, would you like to tell Stephen how much it is? It, it, it is beyond, and especially if you have a child doing Well, I think he, he has children himself, so. Okay, so then you know how much it is then at that time of the year. Are you going to tell me that what the government gives is covering that cost? We're not arguing whether it's too much or too little. Those are the facts. It no, 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 I've asked you a question. And why, I, I've asked you a question. If you have children in secondary school, is that figure covering the cost of sending a child into secondary school? €30,621 Euros a year would allow... No, 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 for that, it's and that's running the beginning. Oh, it's not. Okay, well, okay, well, let, let, let him answer the question. Sorry, Stephen, is that going to cover sending a child, particularly say a child between sort of you know junior certain leaving certain age, which is the most expensive? Yeah, because they have trips to go on and all that kind of carry on. Well, it's a higher amount if the child is over twelve. Which is that? But of course, it's not. But I mean, social welfare is the life of luxury. It's supposed to be a stopgap between jobs. Okay. So you've answered my question, you know, so don't categorise everybody that it's and adding that money on to something else a year. That's what they're getting and it doesn't... Well, then, isn't cover. the point, doesn't it come back to the point that Emma, you said to me at the start, the question you asked me in fairness was, could you live on 200 a week? And I said to you, no. But the answer is, or the, the real question is, I'm not living on 200 and people in that situation are not living on the equivalent of 200 a week because they don't in have your the same... opinion. No, in no, no, your no, 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 opinion, no, 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 that's... If you're... And if you're a woman with one child and you're unemployed for whatever reason, right, they're not living on 200 a week. Okay. You know because, what, and, I, if, and if they I, are, they're not claiming the benefits they should be claiming. Okay. Niall, I'm not going to do this live on air. But no, but I'm, no, I'm just saying to you, Emma, well, if somebody's living only on 200 a week and they're in a situation like that, they're not claiming the benefits they should be claiming. Okay. Niall? No, I disagree. So I'm, we're going to have to disagree, agree to disagree with this, but I'm going to give you the facts to your researcher once this call is over, okay? And then you can work it out yourself. But I, well, okay, are you t- this person, and again, I don't want to talk about your circumstance, this person, a single mum with a child, 
Um, would they be getting uh, a housing assistance program? I, I, as I said, the example, per, the to... person we're using in an example. Let's say for an example, because I want to clarify it. It's important that we clarify it, Emma. The person we use in an um, example. He is paying a percentage of what the government okay, is giving okay, him. But, okay, okay, so and I agree with that. Quid, he's paying up on ninety euro a week on the HAP scheme. Okay, that's okay, fine. But they're still getting the HAP scheme, which is equivalent to somebody else having to pay rent. Now, did you just hear what I said? Yes, that's, I ninety euros being taken out of his two hundred a week. So after that, he's left with what, Niall? One hundred and ten. Um, Okay. Now, out of that, he has to get heating. He has to pay his bills. If his child is far away from school, he has to maintain a car. He has to feed both of them. So can you tell me how anybody is doing that on, on the leftover of, of what he, when he pays this HAP scheme that you like to talk about? Well, Stephen, you are more familiar with the HAP scheme than I am. If a single person has a child... Um, the likelihood of them paying ninety euro per week out of two hundred is 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 that something that happens? Was I not aware? Sorry, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not uh, Emma. I'm not denying that's what's happening okay. in a certain circumstance. I'm just asking okay. the question. I just tweeted your figures there, Niall. Anyway, um, it's not unusual for people to top up, but then again, if they choose to live in somewhere expensive like Dublin as opposed to somewhere else, that's their decision. Oh, okay. No, no, in the middle of Offaly. He lives, actually, because it's the cheapest place that he could go. Mm. So um, he, he would have, you know, liked mm-hmm. to have been obviously closer to, to, to Dublin. But no, he, he moved to Offaly because that's all he could afford. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is the reality of it. So when you guys are, you know, talking about the nailed lady and, and whatever else they're doing, that is what the majority of people are living off. And if you two can do that, then I, I, I highly commend you. But when you talk so condescendingly about people on, on benefits and they do this and they can have that, and that is the facts, okay? Because I am very close to the situation, so I see it, mm-hmm. okay? So, um, yeah, and, and, and look, all I'm saying is be sensitive maybe to those that are doing the system. Okay, let me just read and, out one or two of the texts that are coming in, okay? Niall is a snob. I pray he is made easy his words. Well, that's not a nice thing to say. Uh, and then he'd be so humbled to his fellow Dubliners. Another person says, I have a family member who has 10 kids. My gosh, they've been busy. Both parents are on the dole. They go to the pub six days a week and they're going on holidays in the summer, which is costing 7,000 euro. So that lady hasn't got a clue what's going on. Well, the lady is talking about a certain situation, not somebody with obviously 10 kids. If you have got 10 kids, you're getting quite a substantial amount of money. Just children's allowance alone, for God's sake, it could be good. Another person says, uh, you're getting 200 euro and you don't get any other money. Hap, uh, somebody says, uh, this guy goes on to say, or a girl, whatever it is. Hap and medical cards are not money in your pocket. You are paying uh, for your kids and your health house on the back of this show 80% of the content is either propaganda on housing, social welfare, healthcare, absolutely other shite and, um, and well you just mentioned all the topics we talk about, of course we talk about those because things that are in the news on a regular basis healthcare, housing, social welfare that's what's in the news every day, that's what people talk about. Uh, you're a snob boiling and uh, you wouldn't have a show well, okay, thanks very much. Uh, Niall, I completely understand what you're saying. I think Emma is taking it very personally. You're not talking about hers, in a sense, but you're talking about the system, and the system is wrong. The system is there to help people like Emma, but it's not there to help people uh, live the rest of their lives in that situation. That's the point I was kind of trying to make on a regular so basis. So then, shouldn't then the government maybe kind of employ people that are clamping down on those that are... Because, you know, we can't kind of just group it all together. 
well, the benefits aren't they're living off this. And then because we're all in, they're all, you know, it's, it's, no, mm. it's just, I'm sorry, I disagree with it every day. And most days you do talk about it or find a way to bring it around there. And I have, I, I've, you know, I'm very close to somebody who is living that life. And I see. Well, with, with respect, now you brought up the topic tonight, not me. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. You just, so I, oh, no, no, no. I wanted to clarify that. I wasn't going to talk about it tonight. Yeah. No, no, no. But today, I just, you know. Well, we were talking about Owen Murphy had said it's today. Every day. Well, no, Owen Murphy, we were, what we talked about today was the fact that Owen Murphy had said that he wasn't going to continue this uh, taking people off the housing list for one year after uh, two refusals. He wanted to change it to five years to make it more of a deterrent because over 5,000 people had refused houses from the council. You know, and, and I suppose what he's, his line of thinking is, you know, if you're in that situation and you're being offered a house, there's a limit to how many times you can keep refusing. Yeah, I'd be just very interested to know the percentage of those people and those that are in genuine cases. And then maybe we well, should just mo- maybe focus more on that and, and to be most, a little bit more sympathetic or sensitive. Well, the most common reason for refusing housing is not close enough to family members. Uh, the second most common reason was they didn't like the area. Uh, you know, I, I mean, know, Niall, you, you remind us of yeah. that every second day. I, I know well, no all that. The news, but all I'm don't, saying don't is... Don't be getting annoyed at me. The, oh, you're no, 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 you're no, shooting no. the messenger here, Emma, and that's wrong. You know what I mean? But what I'm saying is... I'm going to tell you what's in the news today. Okay, and I'm just asking you to remember that while there's that amount of people doing that, there's a bigger amount that are struggling. Okay, and I, the benefits are not giving them a okay, high life okay, or so, sending them on a holiday. Okay, okay? somebody just texted, in relation to Emma's friend, is Emma's friend or the person that she's close to uh, uh, working at the moment? No. Right, not. okay. I, and if that person is is not working, the, the answer, I suppose, or the real question is, you know, well, then maybe that would be a better situation for that person to go back to work because obviously the child will be at an age maybe where, you know, they could look after themselves for a couple of hours when they get home from school. Would that not be? It's no, 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 no. There's another situation there that that he needs to be there with his child. Right, he needs to be there with the child. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Stephen, I mean, do do you think you, me, uh, generally people, are we look, are we being unfair on genuine cases? What social welfare is there to to give people a hand when they are genuine, but it shouldn't be a way of life. The half payment. I was just looking it up. The difference between uh, two adults and three kids and, say, just one adult and one child is only €50 Euros a month it, it goes down to. So it's not a huge difference. I've just updated and tweeted you the figures there if you want to have a look at them. All right, OK. Well, I'll have a look at the figures. Um, and in relation to rent allowance, well, rent allowance used to go directly into the person and, unfortunately, what was happening was people weren't paying the landlords. So that became a problem then, I suppose. Um, but then we changed it to HAP scheme, which goes directly to the landlord. And then depending on the circumstances of the person, uh, they're expected to pay a small percentage, which is not the same as actually paying rent. Because if you're paying rent, for example, they take Dublin, for example, for those who don't understand the HAP scheme, your average rent in Dublin is probably up around for a three-bedroom house. Now, average rent could be up around between 1800 and 2000 uh, HAP will pay, will pay the landlord and you have to pay the HAP or a percentage towards the HAP, which could be maybe 80 or 90 quid. Uh, but in saying that, um, if you weren't on HAP scheme, you'd be paying 1800 to 2000 a month for rent. That's what other people have to pay if they're working. Um, you're, only paying, their, you're only paying three or 400 Sorry, that's after their, their, uh, What you're saying there, and people who are paying rent themselves, that's from their after-tax income as well. Mm. So to pay 1000 a lot of people have to earn fifteen to two, two grand depending on the tax rate. Right, okay. So you're essentially saying, what, and I'm looking here at what you sent us. And I am, I'm only looking, uh, you know, I mean, what, what has been sent to me here, okay? And the figures, right? 
This is a lone parent with one child, according to the, the current information available. Lone parent allowance is 203, uh, which amounts annually to €10,556. It's monthly 880. Uh, qualified child dependent uh, is €34. Euro. Now, Stephen, does that depend on the age of the child? Didn't they do away with it over a certain age? Well, actually, that's the lesser amount. There is a, gr- a greater amount for child over 12. I don't have that in front of me. Okay, back to school allowance. Um, is two eighty eight per week, thirteen a month, one hundred and fifty a year. Uh, the Christmas bonus is um, works out at two thirty seven a year. Uh, the HAP per month, on an average, I'm assuming that is uh, Stephen at thirteen hundred. Okay. Well, actually, the figure is twelve fifty. Yeah, I ignore the the description. It's actually twelve fifty, which is fifteen thousand a year. Okay, so that's annually, right? Um, yeah, and that's assuming one adult, one child. All right, in F- Dublin, a fuel allowance twenty eight weeks at twenty two fifty per week, or twenty two fifty, which is twelve twelve per week, fifty three euro monthly. That's worth six hundred and thirty at uh, twenty eight weeks. And child benefit uh, if the child is still in education, obviously, which the most children under the age of eighteen would be uh, one hundred and forty per month per child, right? Which works out per, for one child one thousand six hundred and eighty a year, which is equivalent to €30,021 in benefits and money, right? So mainly in benefits, I suppose. Um, It will be worth... Uh, Now, to earn €30,000 a year in the current tax regime of this country, I would imagine probably you would be looking at earning €39,000 to earn €30,000 before tax. Would would Stephen like to give the figures of what it is now to run a household... Like, you know, and maybe he'll text you on that as well. And then we'll deduct that from... But, no, but he's just giving you the figures. Yeah. He's just saying that a person in that situation would... So, so would it not be fair that maybe we'll put in the figures how much it is to maintain a household? But, but people who are working, the average wage in this country, it was in the paper the other day, the average wage in this country at the moment, sadly, is only about 36 or 37,000 euro. So there's a lot of people earning less than that and working 40 hours a week. And they don't have a medical card. And they, they yeah. don't have a medical card and everything else that goes with it. So they, there's a lot of people in those situations, which are in that situation, who are working. Yeah, well, I'm a little bit confused for where he's still talking about adding on how much it is for the back-to-school allowance. You get that, you get that once a year. Yep. And I know, it yeah. it doesn't go anywhere near. So what, it's 150 it, once a year, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. So what's he talking about then, that on top of that, on top of that? And well, no, because he's adding, because that's uh, because if you didn't get a back-to-school allowance, you would have yeah, to pay that money. Yeah, that's once a year. No, yeah. no, no. Once, you know what I mean, if you're working. That. Um, and the HAP is, yeah, so he's paying he's paying a percentage of what it is that... Yeah, uh, he's worked that out. He, yeah, he's worked that out. Yeah, right, he's worked that okay. interest. Yeah. Okay. He, uh, the Christmas bonus is in there. The so 110 yeah. euro a week. Yeah, he's worked. Okay to live. Okay, he's worked it out. And so, so we'll agree to disagree. You, you think no, that's no, we're a, not, a, a, no, a mighty amount of money Emma, to we're not, maintain oh, a Hang on a second. I'm not. You're, you're missing the point I'm trying to make. We're not agreeing to disagree. A person who's in that situation will get those benefits, and those benefits are costing the state thirty thousand and twenty-one per year. So, is your problem at the end of the day that they? that the government is giving that to people on benefits. No, no, that's not the problem. The, the, the problem, no, the problem I have is, right, that's not the problem. The, the problem, the state has a responsibility to people, absolutely. Yes, okay, but the problem I have is that people are getting it, which is a lot more generous than most countries in Europe. Actually, we're probably the second most generous in Europe, right? And yet people are still giving out and want more. Well, do you know what, Niall and Stephen? I'm here to represent somebody that I know very close who's in a situation that is maintaining a household on 110 euro a week, 
not to talk about, you know, um, the basic needs. But you're not running a household, or that person is not running a household on 110 euro a week. Because to run a household, you have to pay rent, you have to pay your fuel every month, uh, you don't, you have to pay your own back to school bills. So you're not running a household on that much. Yes, it's difficult. Nobody's saying it's easy, Emma, for a person in that situation to do that. But that's not the ideal situation to be in, to be depending well, on the state. You know, you need to then maybe get somebody on that are reaping all those benefits and then working as well. well, well, hang on, well hang on, when you're, when you're you say reaping, about. nobody's reaping anything. These are benefits that people are entitled to. Nobody's saying people are reaping benefits. So what, So why then is there an issue with people on benefits with you? There isn't an issue with people. You're missing yeah, the point. Yeah, because you're talking about the girl down the road that does gel nails. Yeah, I, well, this person you know, here in, so in the example to... is not doing any gel nails. I'm telling you that I have no issue with this, but what I have an issue with is that we do this, we supply it, we look after and we support people and yet people still give out. What more can the state okay, do? Well, maybe you need to get then somebody else on that, that is doing the giving out. But I'm just telling you that that's the facts. They're the numbers that, of somebody trying to survive. I've just given you the facts, um, yeah. Okay. That, and they, okay. Are, they, are, they are the facts, Emma. Yep. The, you know, and I know, and I know I people know, are listening tonight saying, well, I'm earning, I'm working, and I'm earning €35,000 a year. And I, there's nothing I can do about it unless I get a better job. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't agree with it at all. So you don't think there's anybody working and earning 35 Oh, no, 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 I didn't say that at all. What I'm saying is that I think... So you don't agree with Stephen's figures? I, I'm just sorry that I wasn't prepared to have my figures so and to give you a breakdown of how people are managing. So, you know, a, a little unfair, but that's okay. It's so, not, well, it's not listen, unfair. Either. I'm going to say goodnight and oh, okay. thank you very much for talking. If you want to put together figures for your friend... You can come back on air. You're quite welcome to do that. You're quite welcome to have a right to reply on it. But they are the figures. Okay. You know? All right, good night. Okay. okay. Take care, bye. Bye -bye. Stay there for a second, Stephen, because Emmanuel, you wanted to jump in there. Sorry, Emmanuel, you're a classic. Emmanuel, you also believe I'm a snob. You probably think Stephen's a snob too. I found you very condescending the last time I called. You latched onto the idea that I was 45 years old living in my parents' house in the garden shed. You latched onto it like... I thought we had a nice conversation the last time we, you were on, but... We did have a nice conversation, yeah. but you took issue... Now you're jumping on the bandwagon now. You're jumping on the bandwagon. No, I'm on the bandwagon now. I'm, I'm giving out to you. It's a fair cop cup now, you know. All right, right. okay. You're, you're playing good cop, bad cop tonight, are you? No, it's a fair cop for me to call you out on this because you, you were framing... But it you, like okay, you're, okay you're, you're, you're... Remind me of your situation again because I can't remember, Stephen. Or am I okay, Sorry. Right, I'm 45 living in the parents' house. Right, The parents' house is, crowd, is crowded, right? I have uh, I come from a large family, so some of my siblings are still there. So I am forced to live down in the garden shed. Right, I'm 45 years old. And you ask me why, right? Now, whatever reason, whatever the reason is, I'm here. I don't need to justify myself to you. I found it very condescending that you asked me why am I there at 45. Well, I, I, but, well that's because a lot of people would, if you're coming on claiming that the system is unfair or it's not taking responsibility for people and you say I'm 45 and I'm living in my parents' house at the back garden, people are going to wonder, well, why are you in that situation? Look, there's many, many, many people in Dublin in that situation. It's a very, I mean, okay. look, when, when you come on to a talk show or you're given an interview to a newspaper or about a situation, right, that you're in, yeah. I mean, and you're 45 and you're living in your parents' house down the, the bar, in the garden shed, 
people are going to say, well, hold on, I'm 45, I'm not living in the garden shed, so he must have a, there must be a circumstance that has him in that situation, you know, and it could be a circumstance of just not bothering, or it could be a circumstance where there's a mental health issue, or it could be something very genuine, but people just are curious to know. You were like a tracker dog, like a bloodhound, you latched on to the idea that I was 45 at home, as if you were trying to um, discredit what I was saying. I'm not trying to discredit, I'm I'm just saying to you, there's a reason why you're in that situation. It's not a normal situation, is it? I'm just calling you in, Noel, I, I like you very much, but I do agree with Emma. Do you love me, boss? Do you love me? What? Do you love me or just like Do I love you? Well, I'd say <laughs> I sent the text in. You need to be corrected. You know, you need to get a bit of grace and stop looking but, down. Okay, but the, yeah, but the problem is, every time we talk about it, people take it personally. And, you know, I, well, Emmanuel, I, I, Emmanuel, I know people who are on social welfare. I have no problem with people on social welfare or benefits. People think that I'm some sort of, I have some sort of hatred for people on social welfare. I don't. I think our social welfare system is brilliant because it looks after those who are genuinely vulnerable, genuinely in need, and genuinely need the money. I but I see, but I see so many abuses of the system. The, the mainstream media sensationalizes the idea that you're on welfare, and you try to demonize everybody, saying they're milking the system and everything and abusing it. But there are people. But but you're in denial if you believe there isn't people. Milking the system. No, I would say there is, and I have my own ideas on how it should be dealt with with the with the corruption in the welfare system. You know, people are milking the system, but you can't demonise everybody. No, I'm mean, not, but but I'm also saying when we gave the example to Emma, and she was talking about a friend who was in a situation with a child, right? That when you break it down, and Stephen has given us very accurate figures because I know he's kind of a, a bit into this, right? He's given us very accurate figures of what a person in that situation is entitled to, you know, and it works out that you would have to earn. 39. Am I right in thinking 39 if it's 30,000 after tax, Stephen? It could be 45 if someone is single. And one thing I would say, and, and maybe why there is an interest amongst people and general taxpayers, is if you take every 100 euros that the government takes from you in income tax, PRSI, USE, etc., roughly a third of that goes to our social welfare bill. So a third of all money you, are, you lose in tax is going there. So I think people have a right to ask how it's spent and make sure it's spent correctly. And certainly, I've certainly no problem with it being a safety net. I'd actually like to see it increased so it's proportional to what people have, have contributed. Because whether someone pays five grand a year in tax or 20 grand a year in tax, if they lose their job, they get the same 203 euros. And I think that's unfair. I'd like to see the system where if, some, if you lose your job, it should be proportional I mean, I, I mean, we do What's everything. I mean, this idea that people are in some sort of trap, Emmanuel, you know, I mean, they're on social welfare and maybe they're getting benefits of HAP schemes or they're getting whatever it is and they don't want to go back to work because they lose those benefits, right? That's a genuine trap people feel they're in. The government have done everything to try and stop that trap. They've basically said, oh, well, you can work a certain amount of hours without losing benefits. You can do this without losing benefits. They're trying to encourage, they even give you, uh, you can still claim the dole for a year if you want to start your own business. They're trying everything to try and move people away from social welfare. People, a lot of people don't want to do it. They find it safe. There's a robust culture in in Dublin about um, the the welfare dolites, right? We call them the the leeches that they know everything they're entitled to. They know all the laws that they're entitled to. Um, They they talk about it among themselves and teach each other how how to get the best benefits and everything. That, That culture needs to stop. I'm, I'm a, a person on disability. Now, I'd be happy with going on to some kind of credit card system where you get your, your food paid for and, and your rent paid for and everything. But the idea of going out and spending on alcohol and tobacco and all these bad things, um, like you can't buy alcohol or tobacco on, on your social welfare credit card system, that would help me because I'm a heavy smoker. I'd have to give up, you know. I'd live a long and happy life if if that was um, if that came in... in into reality, you mm. know. 
if I was prevented from spending money on tobacco, that would be a godsend to me, you know, because I'm badly addicted. So um, I but, think but, the credit, but, card, yeah, system, but, but hang on. The credit I, card system would like... like but smoking is a luxury. System. Smoking, smoking al- drinking alcohol, they're luxuries. See, it's a snobby attitude. It's not, that, a, it's not a snobby attitude. I, I smoke to have my life. It's an addiction. Yeah, but, but hang on a second. But you can give it up. And, I, and people it, do give it up hard. all the time. It's, if you don't have hard. the money, that's the best way to give I it up. Work, away. I, work, I work on it often. I try and give up. Yeah, but, 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 but you're not a, okay, would you not agree that smoking, drinking, um, you know, going out to football matches or whatever, they're luxuries of life, aren't they? Well, te- technically they are, but I mean, stig- the cigarettes are in a category of... I'm not saying people should have no luxuries in their life. Know. I'm not suggesting people should have no luxuries, but you have to cut your cloth. No, I'd, I'd, I'd fall on the side that, you know, it's a, bad, it's a bad addiction and it's very hard to give up. So to call well, if you, well, if you're, well, if you're on the dole, if you're on the dole and getting 200 quid a week and you're a smoker and you're smoking 20 a day, that's 100 quid a week nearly. Yeah. That's 100 quid. That's half the money that you're getting on the dole is going on cigarettes. That's ridiculous. I spend a lot on, I spend a lot on tobacco, yeah. I do. Well, unless you're rolling your own, which would be a lot cheaper. Well, I roll my own. But, um, it, it would be a help for... I'm just saying, like, for, for all the people leeching off the system, it would be a great help if we got the food stamps in and just had all the basics paid for and then everything like tobacco and, and alcohol and everything would be off the cards for us that it wouldn't be available to us. That's why I'd say... And you'd rather stop smoking. You'd probably be good. It'd be good for you if you stopped. I'd love to stop smoking. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. Have, have you tried vaping? Give me the strength someday. Have you, yeah. have you tried vaping? I have a vape now. I tried to vape, but um, with my condition, I'm not making excuses. Every non, every smoker makes excuses, but with my condition, my nerves get at me sometimes. Well, then try a bit more nicotine in it. You can actually buy yeah. the nicotine now separately in a bottle. Well, it's it's on. It's not. I put it this way: it's on my agenda, and it's not on the back burner. So I'm going to try. It well, again. I can tell you the vape. If anything was going to work, the vape did because nothing else worked for me apart from the vape. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Steve. Yeah, no, I've had some experiences, and I would agree. The I think the week before my 40th birthday, I decided I'd give up smoking, and I found the patches worked for me, and I haven't smoked now in mm, five I tried, years. I tried the patches years ago, and I ended up. I start. I don't know if it happened to anybody else. I start having nightmares. In the middle, I was waking up in the middle of the night having nightmares of these patches on me. So I think it's different for every person. It must be like an easy. overdose of nicotine or something. I don't know what it was. It's not easy, dream, but, but, but maybe. Was I dreaming about what? Were you dreaming you were poor? <laughs> oh, say, look at that, Emmanuel. You're quick, aren't you? Hold on. No. Well, hang on. Yeah, sorry, Stephen. No, I mean, I mean, it is difficult to give up, and and if you don't have a lot of money, it's even more difficult because a lot of these. Uh, give up smoking things cost money. I would have no objection if someone does want to give up smoking that they're given two to three months supply free if they have a medical card to help them. So it's not a financial burden. Let them save the money they would have spent and uh, put in a jar or whatever they would have spent on cigarettes. And after a week or two, once you see how much it's costing you because you're literally burning money. Oh, yeah. Um, you might, I think, but it's getting close to the fact that I remember years ago we used to laugh and say it's like putting 50 quid in your mouth or 20 quid in your mouth and lighten it. it. We're actually getting close to that point where it is. Somebody else mentions, by the way, Niall, you're absolutely right. Don't be listening to these people. Um, if you're in a situation where you have a child and that child is old enough to come home and you're not gone back to work, there's something very wrong. Well, I mean, is that, is that a fair point, Emmanuel? I mean, uh, unless the person has a disability, you can't go back to work. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, because I, there's I, loads, I, there is I, jobs. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree that they're, they're, you need to have a robust system where the people who, who are on welfare have a good reason to be on it and those who, who can work should be shown, should be seen to be trying hard to get work. Like, you have to clean up the system because it's being milked. To the okay, well, 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 hang on. Let me just go to David. David, you're a classic. How you doing, David? 
Niall, how are you doing? Very good, thanks. Good, David. Good to be on. Yeah, uh, you're an employer. That's correct, yeah. All right, and you have an issue or a well, story. Just like, well, even just to point something out, just to make something, you know, that's uh, clear. So one of my employees at the moment, so he's just a general worker in the food industry, and he's paid a salary of 32000 and he gets a 1000 euros of benefits in kind on top of it. Right. Now, uh, he's just told me that he's going to reduce his hours, so he wants to work part-time down to 20 hours. And he's obviously worked out that he's going to be the same or even better off than he is working full-time. Because he can claim benefits. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so he mentioned the half scheme, etc. Now, I mean, of course, he's right to do it if the benefit is there, but I'm just trying to put it in perspective. I mean, 32,000 plus 1,000 of benefit in kind for a general worker in the food industry is good. 40 hours a week, no more than that. Yeah. It's considered to be good. Yes, by your calculation, he's about 6,000 euros off where he wouldn't be better off working than on the social welfare. If you take that 39,000 that you mentioned before, mm-hmm. he is 6,000 off that. And well, well, he doesn't right now. That was based on somebody with a child. He doesn't have a child, by the way. No, he does. Yeah, he does. Oh, he does have a child. All right, okay. Yeah. Well, then, um, then, well, then he would. Then he would be. Yeah, he'd be in that yeah. situation. But I'm just saying, when you put it in perspective, I mean, thirty nine thousand for a general, you know, worker in the food industry is very high. That'd be a, you know, very high supervisor or manager level. You know. So, and, in other words, you're better off not working than being in the in the food industry on a good salary. Yeah, and the thing is, that, you know, he's on a salary that's quite good. Believe me, there are. Tens of thousands of people working in the food industry far lower than that who are on 22,000, 24,000, 26,000 and they have kids, mainly them non-nationals who wouldn't understand the industrial welfare system. They're all better off to be on welfare. And I'm just saying to you anyway, it's shocking to think that 39,000 would be the figure. That's 19.30 per hour, double the minimum wage. On double the minimum wage, they're still better off. Not well, now, let's clarify. That's that doesn't come in cash, but it comes in benefits, which would normally cost you cash if you were working. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, it's the equivalent of somebody being on nineteen thirty an hour, and on nineteen thirty an hour, you're on double the minimum wage. So there, there was a it's case, like but there was a case there recently. Where, where was? I'm mean, Stephen. You may remember that one. There was a shocking case of a woman who had four children. She was getting a carer's allowance for two, and she was fostering two. And she was brought up on some criminal charges for something. I think she was shoplifting. I don't remember the exact story. But it turned out she was on welfare and benefits to the equivalent of, they worked it out. And she would ha- the judge said she would have to be earning over 100000 a year to claim the benefits she was actually claiming, to get the benefits she was getting. Because she was fostering two children, which were worth two twenty a week, to where she was on a carer's allowance for the other two children, who were her own two children, which was another whatever domiciliary carer's allowance or carer's allowance she was getting. Um, and then she was getting her own benefits and obviously a half and a rent. And everything. So she was playing the system, clearly. But yes, I remember that. She was clearly an expert in finding every payment you could get. And I'm sure the fostering of the children was just to get the money. And she got it, and it's our money. And so the, the problem is, David, and I understand what you're saying is that the system is not designed to make people want to work. Absolutely. But the thing now that I find very, very sad is they're taking care of these people who are in social welfare who aren't even asked to work. And I mean, personally, I think that nobody should get money for nothing. Well, I, I do know, understand there are, well, there are, in, in fairness, there, there are people in situations. I mean, look, if you've got a mother, say, with two or three kids and her husband has abandoned her, 
and those children are young. Sure, realistically, you know, unless the kids are in school, she's not going to be able to get to work. Oh, of course, absolutely. You know what I mean? So there are circumstances, you know, and they should be easy to deal with. Yeah. But for the person who's able-bodied, you know, and who has little or no responsibilities throughout the day, they should be doing something. Um, but what I'm saying is, why help just people on social welfare? Why not help the people who are on twenty six thousand? Now I know there is the family, the family income supplement, yeah. But it doesn't come close to that. That brings you up to five. Was it five hundred and something? Isn't it per week? Yeah. Well, Which is the minimum amount of For me now, he's on that because I sign it for him every year, and I think once you go above thirty-six thousand, then you aren't even eligible for it. Right. Okay. I so that's as far as I know. But why not help out the people? Surely the people who work should end up better off. So why not help everybody? And if we have the social welfare as the minimum standard. Surely everybody who works... But they, yeah, but the, the social... But here you go, David. What you just said, the socialist politicians in this country, the people before profits and all the rest of them, they don't want the social welfare to be a minimum standard. They want so people who are on social welfare to have the same standard of living as somebody who would be working in a reasonably good job. But that, to me, that makes no sense because then there would be no encouragement for anybody to want to actually work. Of course, but they're also... They're better off, clearly, than many people working. And that's just... Oh, wrong. Well, you know? well, Emma said, you know, in relation to her friend at the start, that that's not the case at all. And she said, you try live on 200. But I did try to explain to her that I don't think anybody's living on 200. Maybe yeah. a young single man who doesn't have HAP scheme and who doesn't have a child and doesn't have all those things and is clearly only getting that benefit might be living on that. But in saying that, if he's a young single man or a young single woman who doesn't have a child and doesn't have HAP, he'd be better off working anyway. But I think what you tend to find is that people aren't, that transparent about all the different allowances, etc., and rent allowances. So, I mean, when you add them up, I mean, someone like Stephen there seems to have done his homework. But anyway, Stephen is very familiar with the figures because he kind yeah. of looks at them all the time. I think he's a bit anal about it almost. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry Stephen. What I'm just saying is, I mean, surely, Niall, <laughs> if somebody's working, they should be better off than somebody on welfare. Simple as that. In the same circumstances. Okay, well, let, let me ask Emmanuel, just before we go the break. Emmanuel, is that a fair point? If somebody is working, they should be better off than somebody on welfare? Of course they should. Of course they should. But then, then you have a bunch of people um, open borders, right? So they're driving the they're driving the um, wages down. You know, so you're in a catch twenty two. When it's you say they're driving the wages down, well, the ma- the majority of people, for example, working in hospitality in this country are foreign. Uh, they're not Irish, probably, yeah. right? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I worked. I worked in a hotel. I was on minimum wage. Uh, every all, all But the, the Irish won't do the jobs. Industry. They won't do them. But no, I walk like a dog in... in I know, yeah, I'm not saying you didn't. I'm just saying the yeah, Irish won't are, do there it. Are, there are Irish now, right, that, that work in the hotels, they work on minimum wage, right, to get paid on Monday and their money is gone by Wednesday because of rent and everything, you know? I uh, know a guy who works in the hotel industry, recently advertised, he was looking for a kitchen porter and he put an advertisement in the paper. There was uh, 22, I think, people applied for the job. None of them were Irish. There you go. There and you he go. lives yeah. in a town that's... A, supposedly has a reasonably high unemployment rate. Well, I look back on myself as a young man working in the hotels and bars on minimum wage. I was a dupe. But I why But why? Why was it, why is it out of whatever 21 or 22 people who applied for a job, why is nobody Irish? Because the Irish won't do those jobs. So why would you? Why would you work for, you know, a 10 or an hour or 15 quid an hour, whatever, well, 10 or 12 quid an hour, you know, cleaning pots and pans as a hotel porter or whatever it happens to be in the back of the kitchen. Why would you do that? Sure, when you can get all the benefits on the social welfare. So why would you do that? Yeah, sorry, Stephen. Yeah. Stephen, go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, you're just there talking about the family income supplement, which is now called the working family payment. I was just checking the figures. Would you believe the cap is actually 68000 a year 
if you've eight kids. And if eight, you've one well, eight kid, kids, yeah. And if you've one kid... Well, well let's take the average. The average is two children. So what's the cap for two children? 32,000. Right, so once you go over 32,000, it's not available to you anymore. Yeah, I mean, uh, part of the and problem... if you're below 32,000, it brings you up to 32,000. Exactly. I mean, part of the problem in this country, and I think if you're above 35,000, you don't qualify for social housing. Middle Ireland, those who are in between 35 and, say, 50 or 60,000 are entitled to nothing and have to pay for everything themselves. If you're slightly under, you get loads of benefits. And realistically, it's unfair because if you're not entitled to anything, you have to pay a mortgage or rent, which is going to cost you 20 grand a year. Yeah, I mean, you've had people on the programme before um, who basically are worse off working than they would be well, non-working. Well, that's exactly what David is saying. One of his yeah, staff who wants, to go, wants to go part-time because it's beneficial for him. He's financially better off to be part-time than he is to be full-time. That's, that's, yeah. what's a, that's a ridiculous system. I know, it's crazy. Yeah, and it's too complicated, the system as well. But well, well, this, well, this is because, I, and Stephen, again, you'd be more familiar with this. With most systems, David, I think most of the different benefit systems you can work up to 20 hours, can't you? Uh, Stephen, yeah. which ones is it that you can work up to 20 hours without affecting? Uh, virtually all of them, I think, that they've been extended now, whether it's loan parent or back to work or whatever. And the other thing, if someone is long-term unemployed, they, they, the state will pay for them to go to college, which will cost you, I mean, three or 4,000 a year on the registration fee. So if you do want to work and, and you don't have skills and say you're just minimum wage job and you want to learn um, IT or you want to go into radio or TV or veterinary, anything you want, the state will pay for you to go to college. I mean, that's great. Very few other countries do that. You can also continue to claim your social welfare while you start a new business. And they yep. will also pay you an upfront payment on your social welfare. For example, if you want to get six months or a year of your social welfare in advance for capital for your new business, they will do that too. Um, so there is a lot of, I know there's a lot of schemes out there to help people to try and get people back on their, back into the system again. But unfortunately, well, no, well, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry, David. It's just, just one thing. I mean, it seems to me that when you look at the system, once you get into it, you're their responsibility and they take care of you. And once you're outside the system, you're on your own. So, for, you know, which I think is totally unfair. I mean, when I started a business in 2009, I'd never been on the social welfare my whole life. Never knew about any of those benefits. I finished work and then two months later, I started my business. And it was only afterwards I realized, God, if I'd been on the dole for the year beforehand, I could have kept all those benefits, like you said, gotten all those capital grants. And then for the first couple of years, if you make profit, you don't pay tax, all those kind of incentives. But they're punishing me because I've never gone near social welfare. Mm-hmm. And for the person no, who sat on it for one, two plus it. years, whatever, even long term, they're getting all these benefits. I mean, it's totally wrong from a moral point of view. So unfair, it's calling, you know. Socialism. Sorry, no. yes. <laughs> Go ahead, Stephen. Yeah. yeah. One thing, uh, it's probably maybe worth a program on itself, but I think one solution could be what France started yesterday, which is compulsory civic service, a form of national, civic-based national service. They're starting with 2,000 teenagers, and they're going to roll it out so it becomes compulsory. Because we have the system here where if you finish school, you can go straight on the dole without ever contributing a cent in PRSI. Oh, well, I, I I've never understood that. And I, I, again, I will say that if you are under the age of 25 in this country and you don't have dependents, i.e. a child or you know a partner or whatever it happens to be, in, which you probably shouldn't be really having doing all those kind of things under the age of 25 if you're not in a secure financial situation, um, you should not be entitled to the dole. I agree. Uh, she, so maybe, because there's plenty of jobs. It'd be different if it was 2009 when there was a lack of jobs. But there's, there's loads of jobs out there. You should be a bloody college anyway. 
Well, maybe we should look what's going to happen in France, and France would regard itself as being a relatively socialist country, and they're now bringing back compulsory um, civic-based service for people for school leavers. So maybe we should do the same. If it works for them, why not here? All right, listen, on that note, I have to wrap it up. I'm going way over time. Thank you, Emmanuel, by the way. Okay. And, and by, by the way, Emmanuel, when I asked your circumstances, I wasn't being personal. I was only trying to get the full story, all right? So don't, don't think I'm being personal with you. I still love you. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.